if we're being mindful about both our mental state and our physical state, they kind of help balance each other out. And uh, I always find myself when I get in a bad place where it's like my, if my mind is in a bad place, then I let my body go too. And if I can keep just one of those things up, then they, the other one comes up too, instead yeah. of the other way around. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we are live, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of the Robert Patton Global Podcast. I am here with a recurring guest. He's been here a few times, and he's a philanthropist-ish. He runs a nonprofit organization called Into the Dark Blue. He's a student of the mind, and his name is Zach Jewell. Thank you, sir, for joining me again today. Of course, man. Always glad to do it. Yeah, we always we always have nice little chats, and I appreciate you and what you're doing for the community of uh, for mental health, men's mental health awareness. Um, thank you, thank you. And we've been working together for quite a few years now. Again, that's into the dark blue. Check them out on the socials. But he is helping men deal with mental issues, and this crazy times we're living in i <laughs> yeah. think we really need it absolutely man yeah it's been it's been quite an experience honestly i mean you guys have been with us pretty much since day one um and we're gonna hit five years um uh, here this year in may um so i mean we started our podcast in 2019 uh, in May, and we did about two years of podcasting, and then launched our men's groups in uh, last last year. So uh, it's it's been really crazy to see how quickly everything has developed from a podcast to a nonprofit organization, um, and just really seeing the response from guys really needing space to talk and um, just learn to understand themselves a little bit better, you know. <laughs> Yeah, we're so isolated these days and having like what quote unquote bro time, getting out, having a couple beers, maybe, maybe not, if that's not something you're into, but uh, just talking and chilling. And I, I always enjoy my time with my, my guys. Uh, shout sure. out to my, I have a mastermind group and we meet like once a month. You know, and we talk about business. But we also talk about issues that we're having, primarily with business, but sometimes it gets personal. And it's just a good way to share. And I think, you know, like the way things are right now with male, female orientation and stuff, it's like you don't want to ever exclude anyone. Mm -hmm. But it is nice sometimes to to kind of like have bro time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, and like life and business definitely cross over. And I definitely enjoy meeting up with the guys and hanging out. And I think it's just a different kind of kind of energy um, and just a different experience. And it really just, it, it gives you a little bit more, I think, different type of freedom to just kind of be a different part of yourself maybe than you would be around family or something like that, where you can just like let some certain things out and let them just exist in the world for a little while when maybe you have to stifle them, you know, when you're at work or different, different things along those lines. So, yep. I mean, it's like you're with your woman and that's cool. And that has its place. And Shane, this is kind of harsh. Shane Gillis has this, relative a funny comedy bit where he's like if you don't think after i'm done having sex with my girl that i don't want her to just evaporate into thin air so i can play video games you know like uh you're wrong or whatever and the way he i butchered it but and i don't think quite like that but it, there it's that's just like one side of the pendulum for sure you know it's just like uh, you have your women men and women time and then you sh women and women should have their own time my wife was hanging out with some girlfriends recently and they were like cackling laughing and having a good old time and so they were obviously having fun you know and, yeah. and with with a guy there maybe they would have felt a little bit of pressure to like restrain restrain themselves or something yeah. this way you can just do your thing and i don't know but for guys we, we need that too. Mm -hmm. And 
So, and you're providing us a safe space for that, which is really yeah, cool. Absolutely. How did you, yeah. How did you like get into that again? You probably, uh, honestly, so me and a friend of mine, we were just kind of throwing around ideas for a podcast. Cause just one day we thought we were like, Oh, this would be fun. Let's start a podcast together and see what we might be able to do. And then, uh, we, just slowly came up with this idea of having uh, like kind of a pub chat because that's where we always really had some of our best talks is at the, at the breweries or the bars and things like that. We would get a drink and just talk about some of the deepest stuff and also yeah. some of the silliest stuff, you know? And so we were like, well, why don't we just make a podcast based off of that? And we'll talk about men's issues and like have conversations that men don't usually get to have openly uh, very often. So uh, yeah, that's where it all started, man. And then as we did that and developed that, we were just like, you know, this could be probably more than just a podcast. Maybe we can actually help some people on a, in a more direct way. So we came up with the idea for the men's groups and it's just gone from there. So that's gay. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. A joke. I digress. Uh, yeah. So, you know, because a lot of, the other option is therapy, you know, and going to the therapist and For sure. talk, talking about your problems. I've gone to therapy, although it's been a while. It's been quite a while, actually. A couple, well, a couple years at this point. My therapist said I was, I was good. He, mm, he did, nice. Yeah, and so he, uh, he I was. He's like, you're in a good place. Just you've graduated, <laughs> and and that's nice to know, uh, you know. And and I could probably go back to him, but. Uh, to know that he's not just taking my money you right know, he, yeah yeah so. absolutely agree i think and that's like the goal of therapy right is for that person to be able to teach you tools and how to cope with the things that you're dealing with internally and how those things affect your external world as well and so i mean if if the therapist isn't getting getting you to that point where you can they can say hey i've done my job get out of here yeah <laughs> they're probably doing something wrong so well, and they're running a business, you're a client, it's harder to get new clients, and so they just want to keep you on the books and keep that payment coming in, potentially. My yeah. dude was a, was a good guy, though. That's good. Yeah, yeah, he was super into Jordan Peterson, and he would always make the references, which I'm going to see. I'm going to see Jordan Peterson live in March. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, that's cool. My Probably. my my dudes, my group, they were like, "Oh, JP's coming into town, and I got to who wants to go?" And yeah. I was like, "You know what? I'll go." I I'll I, I, I opt out of things a lot. I'm very busy running. Yeah. Well, of course, huge. you're running a business, so <laughs> I, it's yeah, and it's wild. We're in this, you know, at the beginning of the new year, we're growing and making new uh connections relationships uh, deals with the ufc right. shout out mm -hmm. just became the official That's underwear super exciting man congratulations on that yeah it's a i mean it, it is like a dream come true wait, wait wait you you said you became the official underwear of the ufc now that's correct what dude that's a big deal yeah, yeah we talked yeah. about that like a year ago i want to say some, I think the last time we talked on, we did the our like annual podcast episode together. We talked about that potential. So yeah, that's wow, well, pretty amazing. You know, and we've been working towards it and talking about it, and I'm putting stuff on my vision board to come to fruition. And mm -hmm. the universe is magical. It's very strange, but magical. Dude, I was bragging about your vision board the other day because I think I first found out about your annual vision board, like, I want to say like three years ago and just how much you set things in place to be able to reach those goals. And it's like you create a vision board as goals more than just like expecting it to manifest itself out of thin air, but you're actually like, these are the things I want and this is how I'm going to get there, you know? And that has been super inspiring for me the last few years, just seeing how, you progress toward those goals and you actually reach them based off of setting that kind of visual for yourself. I, it's crazy. I could go back and I encircle all of the things that are on the boards that have happened. And it's, 
seemingly taking a couple of years, mm-hmm. you know, like, cause I'm looking at my 2020 vision board and I'm seeing like Conor McGregor's on there. And then he's not on our website right now, but we had him on for a, the last few months, him and Israel Adesanya and Derek Lewis and uh, Alexander Volkanovsky. And oh, nice. we're, we're, and these are huge names in the UFC and just, yeah. but seeing there was, it was like, there's no way you're going to get Conor McGregor. He has $500 million. You couldn't pay him enough. <laughs> yep. And but, here you are. Yeah. And through the UFC, it's a weird kind of connection. But because we are working with the UFC and they own the rights to him, essentially, mm. and now we get authorized usage of his uh, wow. image and likeness. And it's like... It's crazy. This that's a little insider. I didn't, I'm not getting too deep into the details, but yeah, we're able to work with him through them. The inner workings of the business world are fascinating, to say the least. Yeah, and this is the biggest, fastest growing sports organization in the world. Mm-hmm. That I'm not biggest. It's the fastest growing. Fastest growing, yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's worldwide. There's no, like, we were just working, I'm talking, but that's what I do when we talk. I always talk. <laughs> but So we were working with this local soccer team, the Switchbacks, and, you know, we're sponsoring them. And it was a ch- hefty chunk of change to sponsor this local soccer team. Yeah. And now we're sponsoring the fastest growing sport in the world. And it's, I mean, it's a significant difference in price, but the reach yeah. is hundreds and thousands yeah it's exponential and the cost is only like not even 10x yeah and but but we're getting like a hundred a thousand x reach yeah a lot more value out of it yeah so much more value and it's and it's the coolest thing ever i don't even really like soccer that much (laughs) yeah i'd rather play i don't know i've never gotten really involved in sports myself honestly and most of the sports i have been involved in have been more individual sports like skateboarding um, MMA and things along those lines, um, billiards, that kind of stuff where it's like up and chess, right? We, something, those are the things that I really enjoy are things that I have to challenge myself on to get better. And I don't have a team necessarily relying on me to get better, but I can see my own progress, you know? So are you, are you like, we've been playing chess back and forth on and off for a while and lately more, more consistently. And Mm -hmm. You'll win one, I'll win one, you'll win one, et cetera. I think that's been how it went the last three games. And yeah, it's gotten pretty tense lately. <laughs> yeah. But so are you, do you practice at all or do, are we just playing or do you, you know, how, how, how do you progress in chess? Man, I've been playing every day. They did, did you see the, your year in chess or whatever that they did mm-hmm. this year? Yeah. So that was pretty cool. And um, that told me that I had played like 394 days straight nice and even if it was just making like one move in a game with somebody um so i have been playing pretty consistently but then i decided to go ahead and get myself a membership to chess.com this year because i have been playing so much and started playing the puzzles playing through all the puzzles yeah and that has actually given me a lot of perspective on how to move the pieces around to be more um more efficient and i've definitely seen a change in my game <laughs> yeah, I I got lessons a couple years ago and just for like 6 months I did a like weekly lesson and it drastically improved. Speaking of which, coaching is so huge. You know, if you want to get better at something, you can try yourself to learn online and that's cool and then you'll you'll progress, but having an expert working with you whether it's in fitness, chess mm-hmm. mental coaching relationship coaching or you know mma or whatever it's yeah i feel like you can gain so much more ground faster and so i highly recommend those of you interested in progressing in some area um of whatever <laughs> yeah to yeah. seek a coach you yep. don't like that's not we're you know it's therapy and uh whatever like you can go to you can have a therapist a relationship therapist or a relationship coach mm-hmm. yeah and they both have their place exactly and yeah. i have found that 
coaching. I have a mental coach right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is Dan Prado. Shout out to Dan Prado. Put this in the clip. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> he is so amazing and so positive and so like, he's like this little stick of dynamite. And he, he, and every time we have our session, he kind of fires me up. And right. uh, I haven't seen him in about a month because we had the holidays and everything. And, and, yeah. and I missed last month. So it's been about a month and I'm talking to him tomorrow and I'm excited to talk to him because it's been a, a while. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I've actually been having that conversation quite a bit lately about the difference between like coaches and therapists and like teachers and things like that, right? Because it's like coaching can be a really great thing if you're looking to get more um, like quick tools to actually help you make fast changes and really um, apply the things that you might learn in therapy or in that sort of thing. Uh, honestly, I, I will say I've had some great therapists who have been more proactive in getting me to like apply the things that, that I learned with them. Mm-hmm. Um, cause, uh, you know, I was kind of, I was talking to a buddy of mine about coaching and how I kind of, I struggle with coaching because of the inaccessibility of like financial inaccessibility of coaching a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, and so it, it is great for people who can afford it. And, um, for those who can't though, it's, it's a little bit alienating because, you know, it's kind of like this thing that you can't really access. Like you can't, you can't there. use your insurance. I mean, you can't use your right. like, insurance to go, but like you can to see a therapist, but you, they don't have it for coaching. Yeah. Right. Right. So, yeah. So it's all private. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, it's, and it's a great thing. And they both, I definitely think they both have their place because you're going to get a different perspective on whatever it is you're dealing with or trying to learn from both of those people. So, um, yeah, it's definitely good to do if you're able to. So, yeah. And I'm in a position where I can afford it and I'm trying, like I was watching Jake Paul, he was fighting Tommy or Fury and he's should, they're showing the behind the scenes training and he's got like a jujitsu coach, a boxing coach, a fitness coach, a breath coach, like a spiritual coach. Aubrey Marcus Mm -hmm. was like blowing smoke on him. And when I saw Aubrey Marcus, the owner of on it, big deal look him up if you don't know he's kind of yeah he's sold on I've it heard about him here there. yeah uh, so a lot of he's we used to look up to him point being back to jake paul he has all these coaches and he has gotten so much better at boxing and everything you know he's made himself quite a name and i've watched mm-hmm. most of his fights i didn't watch his last one but um i was like i could hire coaches yeah you know, and I could have a team of coaches around me, like mm-hmm. making me better because yeah. I need to, I'm not a professional athlete, but I'm a professional business run, uh, you know, CEO. And I need to be optimal, do be doing my best. And yep. so I was like, you know what? The two go hand in hand, you know, with, uh, that's why I love MMA so much is because they dedicate their life to this profession where their life is like on the line. And I yeah. sometimes feel like my life is on the line when it comes to this. I, that's how much energy and, and uh, it's like importance I put on this company. Like it's life yeah. or death. <laughs> it's like one of your main priorities, right? Like, yeah. And that's... I mean, you set those, those values and those priorities and yeah, it's like, there's so much that's involved there that that's intermingled. Yeah. The only other thing that I put, well, and ahead of sheath besides my wife and daughter, but like it sheath and my, and my own health, you know, like, because I woke up this morning and I was, we were talking on the phone earlier and I was like, feeling my heart was like having these weird irregular beats. And we mm-hmm. talked about like how I probably drank caffeine right before I went to bed last <laughs> yeah. night. Yeah, I had this, I tried this new protein shake. Make sure you read the ingredients because you might be taking caffeine in the, uh, you know, right before you go to bed. And, uh, but like all of a sudden that's the most important thing. I'm like, I, I'm not worried about anything else except mm-hmm. like what is going on with me right now. Right. Cause if you're not up to, up to par, then you're not going to be able to function well for everybody else that relies on you. Right. And it's like, yeah, you're, you're at a point where your team is pretty solid and they can usually, you know, get a lot of things done without you, but it's also like, you want to be a high functioning leader. You want to be there and be present for them as much uh-huh. as possible. And if something's in your control, 
that you can change to, you know, be at your best, then that's great to be aware of. So I'm very self-aware when it comes to my body and like I meditate twice a day, every day for, for the past 365 days. I've, nice. I missed two days, but not the day, just the second, like I do a morning and an afternoon and I missed like two afternoons and I, it was because we, we just had so much going on those days. Uh, typically, I will force time because it's 20 minutes. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, I feel like even if you can get 10 minutes in, you're doing pretty good. So. The, the, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Most people don't have the luxury of like the flexibility of schedule, mm -hmm. but also the 20 minutes makes it. I mean, 10 minutes is better than nothing. Five minutes yeah. a minute, you know, is better than nothing. But 20 minutes that gives you the ample time to like sink in mm -hmm. to the consciousness, sink into the universe and really really shift your mindset. Yeah, you, I yes. shift my yeah, my mind, my body, my spirit and it rejuvenates me and I look forward to it. I literally yeah. I it's so exquisite. I don't know. I love it. It's I I and the feeling that I get, it's like better than sleep. It's yeah. weird, just peaceful, calm. Mm, I love it. It's like a reset. It's just like, like a hard reset for your brain where you can just like come out refreshed and ready to go. Um, yeah. And I, I don't meditate that consistently and I want a man, I, I strive to get there. I admire you for doing it. Um, you know, and that's something that I'm, uh, trying to be more mindful of, uh, even just being more meditative and things that I do as far as like going out, you know, taking the dog for a walk in the morning and just really trying to be in that moment and yes. just, you know, um, meditate in that way as well. Yeah. And just finding those moments to do it. And that has been even a huge help just to be able to start my day off more positively and, um, and just, uh, on the right foot. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like mindfulness meditation mm -hmm. where you're, you're moving, you're maybe, you maybe you're doing the dishes, maybe taking out the trash, walking the dog, but you're present mm -hmm. and you know, like there's a lot of st studies I've been to a lot of therapy and therapy groups and we've, I've tried multiple meditation techniques mm -hmm. and that was one that was suggested and, and it does, you know, cause otherwise your mind is like all over, you can center into this second, this instant, and there's a lot of peace that you can mm -hmm. find with that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I love that. Um, I mean, we, we were talking earlier about the connection of the physical and the mental mm -hmm. and you know, how those kind of feed each other. And if we're being mindful about both our mental state and our physical state, they kind of help balance each other out. And uh, I always find myself when I get in a bad place where it's like my, if my mind is in a bad place, then I let my body go too. And if I can keep just one of those things up, then they, the other one comes up too, instead yeah. of the other way around. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like they, one will balance out the other one or kind of like fill like if you're sick in body but strong in mind you can kind of overcome the body thing and but and if your mind is kind of crazy you can use your body to recalibrate your mind and right yeah. yeah and then also you can allow yourself to like if you if you're sick in your mind and you can also let your body go really easily too yeah. at least, you know i've i've definitely been in that place where it's like I feel depressed or I feel whatever and so I just stop working out and I'll just eat a bunch of junk food and watch tv for a while and Finally, at some point, I'll snap back in reality and be like, "This is not good for me." So, <laughs> oh my god, yeah, I've been I've been on the fast fasting kick. Oh yeah, which is a way to like control your body with your mind by not giving in to the urge to just eat. Oh yeah, and with the abundance of food available to Americans, it's hard, like you used to have to hunt to get your food. Mm -hmm. Now you have to like put in effort to not eat. Right. It's, yeah. You know, it's just everywhere. <laughs> right. Yeah. And what we mostly have access to it is, is just so unhealthy too. Out of a box. Yeah. Right. Bag. Yeah. Right through window, whatever. <laughs> exactly. And that's probably not the most healthy choice. Last night we had salmon and broccoli and cauliflower rice. Have you ever tried cauliflower rice? 
Yes. I yeah. Have. Yeah. It's not terrible, actually. Yeah. It's, it's like rice, kind of. Texture. Yeah. But yeah. it's still pretty good. It's and like a vegetable. Make, make yeah. things out of it, too. Pretty good. I've done actually uh, mashed cauliflower, um, oh. which is like if you use any kind of butters or anything like that, like, you know, they yeah, we do. really just makes it a lot like mashed potatoes and uh, uh, <laughs> a lot healthier. <laughs> yeah. So the, the trick or the catch with this salmon and broccoli and cauliflower is we make this uh, gravy okay. out of heavy whipping cream and lemons and salt and stuff and then you oh, just okay. douse douse it all <laughs> so i don't know if it's exactly healthy a little bit of butter but whoever came up with the idea of mixing milk and lemons i'm like but it's really good yeah that's interesting it's like yeah. a lemon lemon cream pie or something uh, I don't and know i don't pie. yeah <laughs> I, I think i've eaten that and i was like i didn't like it but then as i got older it's like this weird like taste where it's just new so, oh, okay yeah yep i it's still like, don't love it but i'll eat it it makes me think of uh like lemon pepper shrimp with a like fettuccine uh, alfredo ooh, kind of yeah. thing kind of mix that mm. sounds like it'd be pretty good you know? yeah so they, it is a great uh gravy uh option i would try it yeah I do. I try actually. So speaking of like knowing your body and all of that, um, that's one thing over the last probably five years I've been working on pretty, pretty regularly is understanding my body on a deeper level and like knowing what, how things, different things affect it. Um, and one of the biggest things that made a positive impact for me physically was cutting out most, if not all dairy, um, and just completely changed my, my sinuses, my gut health, all of these things. And, um, recently I had gone back to eating dairy pretty regularly and I was just not feeling very good. A lot of the time, like my head, my stomach and everything, yeah. and I was just like, what is different? What am I doing? And I had introduced dairy so slowly back into my diet that I didn't realize that's what it was. And so the last couple of days I stopped eating it again and I'm just like, Oh, okay. That's, that's what was the problem was. Um, cause I recognized I had been having a lot of headaches and stuffiness and things like that. And, um, there we go. Now I, now I know for sure <laughs> it's dairy. Yeah. Yeah. I have re I've, I, I've been taking some dairy. I try to keep it really limited, but when I was a kid, I was, such like a snot nosed kid type that's where the phrase came from i was constantly congested and i mean it wasn't like dripping out of my face or anything but i was always blowing my nose and i looked up the origin of mucus uh -huh. and milk was like right in there with um mm -hmm. one of the major causes lactose enzymes or whatever so, yeah and it makes sense i mean and you know it happened it's happening with you mm -hmm. i yeah i i'm allergic to it but i'm not or something i don't know if i'm i'm not really lactose intolerant but what i do now is i i don't do like milk milk mm -hmm. but i do heavy whipping cream and that's pretty much the only thing i have added i don't really do cheese mm, every yeah. time i try cheese i get like a pretty serious kind of congestion oh do you really yeah yeah, not I'm not a fan, so yeah. I'd rather rather cut it out and feel good. So and, you know, I don't I don't know if uh, I think I you'd probably been on a similar journey like where you're really trying to find the balance of like what keeps you kind of on a level um, place of health and and joy and kind of maintaining that positive mindset and everything and um, the combination of all the mental stuff and the physical stuff over the last few years has just really um, gotten me to a place that I have never been in before um, and I feel so much more um, like consistently myself where I'm not I don't go through like depressive episodes really anymore and um, and it's just because I've been very intently learning about myself, been going to therapy, been reading books, been taking time to really understand my mind and understand my body. Um, and even though I don't consistently exercise like I would like to, um, that's one of the biggest things that I'm trying to get is my consistency with, with working out and all of that. Um, but I have, my body just feels so much more healthy across the board because I've 
put in the time and the work to really understand myself more um, physically and mentally. And it's just made such a big difference. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I, I have to bring back up the meditation when it comes to like consistency. I've never had a more consistent year or at least in like the past, since I got out of the army, mm -hmm. I would go like weeks and months without even talking to my team because I couldn't deal. I was too stressed out. Oh, wow. and I, I remember uh, late 2022, maybe not late even, yeah, whatever, like fall of 2022, I'm in the backyard with my wife. We got chickens and mm -hmm. I'm like, my head, head is in my hands and I'm just so stressed out and overwhelmed and can't couldn't deal and it, that just st sticks out to me whereas i did not ha have that like pretty much all last year because i was doing this two hours two hours two times a day meditation and taking the time to like recharge and i can so as far as like consistency mm -hmm. that has been the biggest shift and I and I'll just tell. So I, I might have told you already, but transcendental meditation. Look it up, yes. tm tm.org. Mm -hmm. It's not free, but it's a one-time thing. Yeah, you pay like probably two fifty for it ever, and you can go back, you know, multiple times to get oh, kind cool. of like a tune-up. Mm -hmm. And they give you this app, and it has all these teachings. But uh, you can do group meditations, and and that they they just did a 10,000 people in an arena meditating for, for world peace. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of that. That's like an annual thing, right? I, I mean, different groups do it and have done it over the course of, you know, of history. And I, I remember there was like a, I don't know, a war going on and these people did that. I don't know if it, the war ended or not. So I shouldn't talk about that, but we could really use it right now, especially mm -hmm. the state of affairs of the world with the wars and the division. And absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We could definitely use some more cohesiveness. Yeah. Right so now. we need Trump to win. Ah, ah, ah. Am I right? Because I'm just joking. Yeah, don't. Yeah, we can't. We can't speak on that. I'm just joking. I bet, but with the options available right now, I mean, I don't. Know. I just say burn it all down, man. Yeah, burn it all yeah. down and start over. There you go. That's where I'm at right now. And I feel like a lot of people are in that place. I can sympathize with that. I do have this business, and I feel like that. You know, as the economy grows, we can mm -hmm. grow with it, and if it falls to shit then that's gonna but that would change everything if the whole economic system collapses i'm not like the last thing i'm gonna have to be worrying about is my company it's gonna be like survival and food right absolutely so yeah well and you know i mean the the separation of economics and government i think should be much wider than it is <laughs> yeah so, i mean the economic system shouldn't fall necessarily if the government were to have a whole reset right that's true uh, i mean ideally <laughs> yeah and i don't think it yeah that's a good point unless the i mean i'm talking about like the grid shuts down and oh yeah it turns off and my right right my coinbase wallet you know it's like oh, i put fifty thousand dollars into bitcoin and now <laughs> it's just where is it <laughs> just out in the out in the clouds somewhere yeah so we got to get back <laughs> online and yeah, yeah be, like, te technological apocalypse, I feel like, would definitely be a completely different story. So, Right, and we sell like 99.99% .99 of all of our underwear online. We do have a store here in Woodland Park. Come check us out. Right. But mm -hmm. if, uh, if, yeah, so we would not be able to sell across the world as we do without the internet. Although, I have thought of this, what we would do is go back to the... Um, like the magazine uh, oh, uh -huh. catalogs. catalog sales yeah, yeah. so I, would, I have everyone's address i didn't yeah. print them out before the internet shuts off completely that's a great idea that's yeah. a really good idea just get prepared go back to basics and be like here's our underwear catalog that's what they used to do send me yeah. a, like a money order or a check and right use the <laughs> pony express 
Yeah. <laughs> Pony Express. You could just push a cart around downtown areas and be like, get your underwear here. <laughs> hey, hot, hot underwear. Come get it while it's hot. Fresh uh, off the presses. That's awesome. We uh, just had one of one of our shipments got delayed. It was supposed to be here on December 20th. Now it's January 17th. <clears throat> and the reason is because the Panama Canal doesn't have enough water in it because there's some oh. kind of like so the ship had to go around and it put an extra and so there's all this and there's wow. all this congestion in the ports again mm-hmm. it always ha- it always happens during the holidays because all the companies are trying to get all their shit right Just yeah extra, extra commerce happening all yeah makes sense yeah i mean and so then and we'll come back to you here in a second but <laughs> the everyone talks china 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 is the evil blah 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 whatever we work with china i like my people in china they're very good to me they do a really good job they've been doing it for like 50 years at this point mm-hmm. we don't even do manufacturing in america anymore but yeah. should they cut off if they cut off kind of like business dealings with china they need to have an alternative plan in place first, which is having many, like if you're going to bring back manufacturing to America, which I'm all for Mm -hmm. subsidize it instead of, so that it stays competitive with other countries and and just, Hey, don't send, we don't have to send tens of billions of dollars to fund these wars and we could like rebuild America. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, you know, we, we talk about focusing on our own personal health first, right? Like, it yeah. goes the same for uh, for a government or for a country a business or whatever for a country. Yeah, where the I mean the country's health should be first and foremost, and then and then once you're where you want to be, then help other people if you can. Agreed. Right. right. We're doing. And I mean, we we give. I, I've given too much of myself before and had nothing left for myself. And it's like, I just completely start breaking down and losing everything that I have within myself. Um, and so I, I think we can see similar things going on with certain countries right now where it's like, you know, you guys could be in better shape if you weren't trying to help everyone else. Yeah. This country right here that I served <laughs> honorably for multiple tours in Iraq and I love America. Yeah, but we have lost ourselves, and we're so divided and uh, toxic, and you know the homelessness, and everyone's running up their credit cards. Like I feel like, yeah, when I was in my twenties, I had my credit cards maxed out, and I'm like switching one credit card to a new one with a zero percent interest rate, right? Paying paying for things with two different cards that you have left, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And so if everyone is dealing with that right now, which I I mean, not everyone, but a lot of people are struggling and Mm -hmm. um, I just feel like we need to address those issues here at home and then, and then kind of reassess once we get everything fixed internally, Mm -hmm. like our body, then we can check out, Hey, Israel, you guys good over there? Right. Yeah. Ukraine, you guys all right? Yep. Uh, I'm right there with you, man. Yeah. But speaking of self help and physical fitness and mental fitness, I find one of my the best tools to encompass all of those is martial arts, jujitsu. Oh yeah. And and, uh, a little bit of I've been doing a little bit of boxing and jujitsu, basically like once a week. But you said you are you practicing? I'm not practicing now, but I did for for uh, about three years. Uh, I was doing uh, mixed martial arts, mostly Shotokan karate and Taekwondo. Okay. Um, but uh, a little bit of other things in between, like Muay Thai and Jiu Jitsu and things like that. But um, but yeah, I mean, it's it, it, there's a, there's so much balance, and I think if you find the right place to do it at they actually focus on the disciplines as well as the physicals, the, like the mental disciplines as well as the physical stuff. And it just, it, it brings so much balance there in the past had brought so much balance to my life. Uh, my body was just in great shape. I was cut, you know, and just strong. And I was really well, like mentally balanced too. And just applying the disciplines of MMA to my life just made a really big difference. It carries over totally. Yeah, that 
effort put forth into the discipline that is yeah it like carries over into your real life same with meditation mm-hmm. i yeah. love both of those things <laughs> same well i find the same with chess too like i the more i learn to be aware of like the chessboard the more i am conscious about like things in my life too and um my my girlfriend has an eight-year-old son and uh you know he's been learning how to play chess and we've been playing pretty regularly and so i always tell him look at look at the whole board before you move right and that's like and so i've been telling him look at the whole board before you move in life and in chess look at every look at your surroundings before you take a before you make a move you know and and having that mantra in my head has actually made a difference for myself as well um and so like evaluating things before I do something. Uh, whereas before I would make kind of make a knee jerk decision and just be like, Oh, this feels right. So I'm going to do it. <laughs> and I found myself losing so many chess games that way. Uh-huh. Um, and I think in, in MMA as well, like I was also learning to, when I was practicing regularly, I was learning to, um, in jujitsu to breathe and think and not focus so much on getting out of a hold or getting the right hold. But like, sitting in a position for a certain period of time and just thinking through it before I did the next thing, um, gathering my breath and, and my, my thought process and then doing the next thing. Position over submission. is Yeah. One, yeah just like, yeah. You, you want that dominant position. A lot of times you'll try to go for the submission, but you already had the dominant position and then you lose your position when you go for the submission. And then now you're on the bottom and it's like, well, what, what just happened? I had. <laughs> you don't always have to go for the submission. You can just hold the, the position, and so uh, yeah, definitely. I find that. Yeah, I love martial arts. Um, you are going to school to what's what's the school thing about? I said you were a, a mi- mind, a, a student of the mind. Student of the mind. Yeah. Uh, so I actually decided last year to go back to school for my master's in counseling. Mm. Um, you know, doing what I do with Into the Dark Blue, I have been very grateful to see growth over the last couple of years. Um, but I just was feeling a little bit stagnant as a leader and as, um, like working in the mental health field, I wanted to be more well-versed in mental health and, um, like the actual professional practices. And so I decided to go back for a counseling degree. So I'll be able to actually, um, actually counsel people clinically and, um, apply that stuff to our business, our organization as we keep uh, growing. So, um, this year we're actually going to be adding, uh, eight more men's groups to our, uh, to our roster. And so, uh, and then also it, implementing our community service aspect as well. So our groups will be going out into the community and doing some volunteer work uh, once a month, as well as doing their monthly men's groups meetings. Um, But my long-term goals for the business actually include a facility that would have counseling and coaching and things like that um, in a different way than we've really seen it before. Uh, So I want to make counseling more interactive and more relatable um and so the so we'll be running into the dark blue and some other um some other session some other things outside of that uh working with teenagers using art to teach teenagers leadership skills and things like that um so we'll be operating things like into the dark blue and that are that other business out of this facility um that will focus on counseling and community health and so um, I decided I wanted to have that knowledge of counseling um, and then probably expand that into community health and community mental wellness as well. So I can really get into deeper into communities, local communities, and have a greater impact that will make a difference. Yeah. And it'll give you like just having that little degree or whatever. It gives you more credibility, maybe. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, people people love seeing a piece of paper on the wall. They're like, "Oh, you did the work. Good job." <laughs> I should have. I have a master's in business, and I never really display it. I don't know that anyone would care, but I did do this. Do this school work. Yeah. Yeah. And, That's a big deal. I mean, just being able to get through that and you know gain the knowledge. I feel like 
college is great and you know the university experience is great but it doesn't really teach you how to apply it for the most part um and so it's like they're really just arming you with a tool belt of knowledge so when you go out and do it you're like oh right i can put that here yeah i remember when i was going through the school i was sheath existed it was very small and you know not anyways i would apply the stuff i was learning in school mm -hmm. to the company and all the projects and reports i would always use sheath as the case study <laughs> yes and, and so i found that to be somewhat helpful if you didn't have a real life application to play with when you're learning these mm -hmm. tech uh, theories or whatever it yeah can kind of just like go in and out whereas if you're applying it and you you know you in real time yeah i think yeah. it just it helps a little bit but at the end of the day you know if you apply it later you might recall that lesson and be able you know and have a little bit more to work with yeah definitely yeah and i've been doing the same thing with into the dark blue as well and really um using into the dark blue as my guinea pig in a sense mm -hmm. um, yeah, with, exactly. with the school stuff and basing a lot of my papers on the stuff that I've been learning with Into the Dark Blue and um, and finding it's been really cool actually seeing how the work that I've done with the Dark Blue is actually like legitimate in as far as like the mental health stuff goes and seeing how it's um, like it feels really validating you know seeing that the things that i've been applying to the dark blue are actually things that exist in the mental health field you know um, yeah so yeah how how close are you to finishing that i still have uh, about a year and a half so i just started uh, another term and um doing group counseling and child counseling this term so learning all the things yeah i mean that it's gonna it'll be over in in the blink of an eye yeah, definitely. one of the things I was going to say when it comes to coaching versus counseling, and they do have both have their place because with counseling, you as the uh, student or whatever, you're not the student in counseling, but you're seeking counsel and mm. you get to, but you're not really getting counsel a lot of the times. You're they're just like listening and like, hmm, yes, okay, that's very interesting. Uh -huh. But with coaching, they can like actually give you more advice where I feel like counselors typically don't are they're not supposed to give advice. Is that true or not? I don't even know. Well, it, it depends on the theory you follow um, as a counselor um, and also the type. I mean, just the type of person. Honestly, I've had counselors in the past that have been really amazing and have helped me learn a lot. Um, and I was actually talking to somebody about this the other day about the difference between counselors and, and coaches is counselors are really, uh, it's almost annoying how intentional they are about being, um, uh, non-interventionalists. I just throw that out there. I yeah, could be wrong. Good word. That's a good word. Um, but about really helping people to, um, recognize things for themselves right? So a good counselor should guide somebody toward desiring change and recognizing what behaviors there are contributing to the negative parts of their lives and how to change them. So like a, a good counselor should be doing those things. So you find the answers within type thing, right? Or right. they try to guide you so that you come up with the solution instead of them giving it to you. Exactly. Or because the, the concept is that if you recognize it for yourself, then it creates more lasting change because you can see it without being told. Whereas like a coach will say, Hey, you're messing this, this, and this up. You need to change it by doing this. Right. And they'll give you very direct like routes to mm -hmm. change what you want to change. Um, and so often that, that longer process of recognizing it for yourself and, and getting to the point where you want to change the, the, the behavior um, is, tends to be more lasting for most people. Yeah. However, I feel like having a coach also puts like more pressure on you to do better and live up to their expectations. And it puts like a little bit more pressure on you to improve 
for sure. I don't yeah. know. I'm just, I, I completely agree with you. Yeah. I think, I think coaches do give you that like more light of fire under your ass. So you actually go and <laughs> make the change, you know, and especially if you're, if you're putting money into it, like we were talking about earlier, like coaching is, yeah. is more expensive. And so if you're spending $4,000 on a six week coaching program, then you're going to, you're going to want to put in the effort to make the change. You know? yeah, yeah. You wouldn't take it for granted. And a lot of people go to counseling because they're told to or mm -hmm. you know somebody said suggests it and mm -hmm. yeah and that and that's where that's the key for regardless of whether it's counseling or coaching like the key is personal desire yeah and i mean whether you go to a counselor or a coach you're going to get out of it what you what you're ready to take from it yeah and putting money up it, it makes it more it's like it's things that are free you kind of get what you pay for mm -hmm. and if you're using insurance, for instance, you might not take it as seriously. Whereas if you're paying it out of your pocket, uh, you might, you're going to be like, well, I'm yeah. going to get the most out of this. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll be, I'll be honest. I go into counselors now. If I go to therapy, if I've got something going on and I go to therapy, I'll, I'm straight up with them and I'm just like, look, I'm not here to fuck around. Like I already know what my like base issues are. I've done the work as far as this stuff goes. Like I need some, applicable things that I can th change in my life to get to this point. Right. And so I just tell them up front now, and a lot of people don't know to do that. You know, a lot of people don't know, you know, that whole, that whole process because it, it's not something that you really can learn unless you experience it a lot of the time. So have you heard of that better help or better health? Oh yeah. The online stuff. Yeah. Do you know if it's yeah. better health or better help? I think it's better help. Help.com. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you can pick a counselor and, mm -hmm. you know, get uh, help remotely yeah. and text, that, text help and all that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a, it, with the way mental health is these days, I, I do would encourage people to try it. Yeah. If you're having, you're struggling, you know, yeah. it's like, Otherwise, you're just sitting in there ruminating your, with your own demons, and definitely that. I don't know. It's, that's uh, not good for anybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of what it comes down to, too, is like I said, being open, being open to learning from that person, regardless of you know coaching or counseling or whatever. Same for same for sports. Same for physical stuff. You know, like if you pay for a trainer and you're not really ready to put in the time outside of training to um, get healthy, then you're not going to get healthy. You know, you go to your one hour training session once a week and don't do anything else outside of that. Um, then you're just not going to see the results you want. So I think if you're going to go to counseling, it's just important to be open to, um, to learning from that person and also, um, to accepting the things about yourself that maybe you need to change. Um, and also being willing to shop around a little bit. A lot of that, people, they have to keep the same therapist. Like exactly. that's the only option they have, but you're right. the consumer, you know, you can go to a therapist one time and be like, ah, I don't click with this person and go find somebody else um, who can get you what you what you need out of it essentially. Yeah. Like if therapists, I'm, I'm doing the whole coach thing right now, but like if therapists had a reputation for building a winning team or mm -hmm. maybe a lot of their clients went on to be like super successful or healthy mentally and physically, yeah. and you, you could find that therapist and, Instead, because otherwise you kind of just get, oh, that guy, he's closest to me on the in the network, and I'm going to go yeah. to him or her. Exactly. And you don't know what you're getting. Yeah, and I've, I've talked to so many people who are just like, oh, I tried counseling, and it really didn't help me, you know, and it wasn't... <laughs> they didn't really do anything. They just sat there and listened to me talk for an hour. And it's just like, yeah, some therapists will do that. Some therapists are not good at what they do. I mean, and that's <laughs> valuable too, just for you to get that out. Yeah. You know, there yep. is some value in, in, in expression, just mm -hmm. self getting it out instead of bottling it up. Definitely. But if they had a proven track record to work from that, you could see like online, mm -hmm. I feel like that's not as widely available 
but maybe it is i'm sure it's becoming more and more you know more available with reviews and things yeah yeah it's getting there and uh psychologytoday.com they have a therapist finder and -hmm. you can actually put in like your symptoms and if you have diagnosed things you can actually put that in and search that with your insurance or without insurance and it'll actually pull up therapists that specialize in the things that you're dealing with um, and so you can narrow it down a bit quicker to actually find somebody who can help you, you know, with your specific issues. So and that's cool. That was, yeah, see, that, that cool. was some, there's a little clip it, put it on the, on the stories or the shorts, YouTube <laughs> shorts. Yeah. That's been super helpful for me. Like finding somebody who can help with ADHD and, um, and, uh, like self-worth, and things like that right that i've dealt with for years um and then even specifically focusing on men's issues right so i can see a a therapist who deals with that stuff um and just having that one tool has helped so much self-worth is so crazy that we doubt our self-worth because we compare ourselves to other people oh yeah and then you feel like you're not good enough or worthy or like nobody, nobody cares or noted like notices you. And that's, but, and, but then the alternative or whatever is you're this egomaniac where I'm the shit and fucking Conor McGregor <laughs> best thing ever. No fault. But maybe, I mean, I don't, I would rather be on that other side where I feel like I'm a King, mm-hmm. I guess, rather than feel like I'm worthless. Yeah. I, I don't know uh, if you've, do you feel, deal with, have you dealt with like self-worth stuff in the past? Of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's like, I think one of the most debilitating things for me over the years is just like, I'm not good enough, right? Like, I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna get here. This isn't going anywhere. Like, why am I even trying kind of, you know, like no one's ever gonna love me enough to really treat me the way I want to be treated, blah, 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 right? Like, just all these negative just untrue things I told myself for so long and that stuff kept me, it held me back from so much in my life for just literally decades. Yeah. It's just, and and it's like a mind virus that permeates within Mm -hmm. and you feed it. And I mean, it would be nice to have someone tell you, you know, like you're worth it. And yeah, that helps. That does help. But if you don't get it and a lot of men, that's what's so cool about Jordan Peterson. I find is he tells these young men, you know, like kind of a little bit of tough, tough love, but also, you know, like, I don't know. You're, he doesn't say it in those words. I don't think, but like you deserve to be happy or, I mean, yeah. if anybody deserves it, you do as much mm-hmm. as anyone else does because we're all the same. Yeah, we all come from the same place. <laughs> yeah, and I, I had to tell myself the things like that for a decade or mm-hmm. more where I felt just like I would never amount to anything. And even when she th- existed, I just, it was, it took a while to come to the realization, and even still, like, but come to the realization, like, okay, you did something. You know, okay, this is pretty cool. You actually made something with your life. Yeah, like celebrating celebrating your accomplishments is mm-hmm. such an important thing to do. Yeah. But it doesn't la I mean, it doesn't really last. And then you go back into comparing yourself to Saks Underwear, which is the <laughs> best pouch underwear company. I just saw an article from they just hired a new CEO and he's was working at all these other big outdoorsy type companies mm-hmm. multi like multi-million i mean we're multi-million but like hundreds of millions of dollars worth of right. revenue and um and they're the number one pouch underwear company mm-hmm. in the world or at least in the u.s and it's like oh i suck <laughs> yeah you know but it's the thing the thing is like money money gets money gets people so far right and it might not even be that great of a product um like i've been talking to a friend of mine who has a band and he's been talking about the importance of like his his focus is like improving the aesthetics of this band that he's in and because we're such an aesthetic driven society right now and 
you know, with all of the social media and everything, it's like, if it pops and it gets people's attention, it's going to be popular. Right. And whether it's really that great or not. <laughs> and yeah. So, it has, yeah. I mean, image is a huge factor in, uh, success mm-hmm. you know if you're a kim kardashian you no know, i love kim and yeah. all that but and she works hard and everything but it helps to be beautiful yeah you know. yeah and i mean so i sent you that that thing from haynes the other day right with the cell phone cell phone pocket in the underwear well i mean if you think about haynes they've been around forever right and did they gain popularity because they look good no they're functional yeah. like historically they're functional and they're cheap yeah right? And it it took a long time for Haynes to have that kind of lasting popularity right. and that lasting aware like brand awareness because they they were consistent. Yeah, just did the work over yeah. and over for like a hundred years. I'll have to look into that. <laughs> um, I we are like basically coming up on time here, yeah. and I know you're very busy, and I'm I got. A million yeah, things on the, <laughs> yeah. so um is there anything else you would like to touch on uh i mean just as always we you know we are a nonprofit organization super grateful for our relationship with sheath and you know that's why i, I love talking about the mind body connection um and so that just how important the balance is between the two um and that's just like that's why I love our partnership because I feel like there's so much connected in the two and being able to really promote both aspects of life to me is super important. Um, so anybody listening, just so you know, like I said, we are trying to, uh, increase our, our men's group reach right now, uh, through 2024. So if anybody listening has an interest in interest in mental health and community, um, hit me up at into the dark blue.com. And uh, you can scroll to the bottom and message me. Let me know you're interested in being uh, an ambassador with us and uh, we can help you get a group started in your area. Um, our whole goal is to create a network of, of men's groups around the country. So no matter where somebody goes, they have a community they can connect with and a safe place they can go to be themselves. So aren't you having an event soon or did it already uh, happen? <laughs> With like Starkey was telling me about it. Did that already happen? Happened? Oh, oh yeah, we had our we had our annual our first annual leadership retreat. Okay. Um, so yeah, we will be doing more. We'll be doing our annual leadership retreats going forward, and then we'll also be uh, starting uh, actual men's retreats as well for anybody who's involved in the dark blue or or knows about the dark blue and wants to come. Um, so we'll be doing like a week uh, weekend retreats that guys can come to and and learn about mental health and uh, self growth and community community wellness so yeah pretty exciting stuff love it you're on just keep pushing you know just don't take your foot off the gas because once you quit it's over you know so even Mm -hmm. though it might not seem like you're getting the results you want yet Mm -hmm. be patient it took us a decade to become an overnight success so and uh i really appreciate all of the love you show sheath as a nonprofit because we work with other nonprofits and they don't even rec, you know, like it's kind of like secretive mm. and that's fine. Yeah. But I, I do as a business owner, appreciate the prom- promotion that we get from working with you. So oh, yeah. th- thank you for adding that. You know, you're always keeping that in, in the mix and uh, top of mind and, uh, that value keeps us coming back and plus you know obviously we want to help yeah yeah but that's yeah that's the thing i mean the connection is is super important and i and i think business a lot of businesses like they compete and they're so separate a lot of the time but like forming these partnerships and saying like hey we support this we support that like we're in this together kind of thing, I think is something that we need really uh, just drastically right now is a lot more, a lot more of those, those connections and community. And that's one of the things I'm focusing on most in my life right now is learning how to build strong communities. And I think things like this are a big part of doing that. That's it. People we're working together to get better as individuals and as a community Thank you, Zach, for joining me. 
It's always fun. I, yeah, I, sure. some, yeah, sometimes I'll have a podcast with people and I'm just like, oh, yeah, all right, let's. <laughs> I'm not interested, yeah. but you and I keep it pretty captivating. So thank you. Thanks for, for having me. Yeah, thank you for that. Thank you for everything. We'll be in touch soon. I, I think it's my move on chess next. I think so. Yeah. So I will be. <laughs> obliterating obliterating you soon yeah we neither of us has a queen anymore so it's going to get interesting yeah i thought you i thought you just like snook my queen and then i was like okay i have this counter where i'm gonna i i got i made like a counter move that didn't make me just lose my queen like i did in the last game um (laughs) so again okay everyone thank you for joining us once again appreciate it make sure you subscribe share it with a friend and uh we we will be back probably next week we took about a month off but i think it's uh we're gonna get back into the swing of things here in the new year so see you next time i'll see you later zach okay peace out cheers